comes out the hockey show with Tyler Briggs and Tim Hikeaway. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Tongues Out the Hockey Show. Your host, Tyler Briggs, and beside me, of course... Me, Tim Heikoy. How's it going, folks? (laughs) Uh, Timmy and I have uh, been together for a little bit tonight. We were talking to our guest for next week. We'll have a a nice little uh, podcast coming up. We'll let you guys uh, know a little bit more during the week, but uh, very nice conversation that we had with him. And so um, the trade deadline is passed. Come and gone. Come and gone. Um... We're in the home stretch in the regular season. Home stretch, yeah, yeah. exactly. This next month flies by in anticipation of the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Adrian is uh, my girlfriend, or partner, life partner, I guess we could call her. Uh, I think she's about 59 games pregnant, 60 games yeah. pregnant, you know. Just past the deadline, home stretch, yeah. you know. June will be, uh, we'll uh, be expecting a Stanley Cup and a baby here in yeah. Winnipeg. So uh, pretty excited to see how that turns out. I I just hope in your case that it doesn't happen on Game Seven. I know. There is, that, is, that is very true, and that's a real conversation that we've had upstairs. Is oh that dear! If you're in labor, and last if you have tickets, and I have tickets because which I do this year. What do we do? Right? <laughs> what do we do? And uh, my, I guess I pose that question to the listeners. If you're in my situation, I mean, baby's due date's June 18th, so Whoa. chances are we'll be okay. But that's close. Middle of June is usually when the cups handed yeah, out. Yeah. So. Uh, as much as I hope for the Jets to do well and make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, I don't know if my heart would be able to handle being at a game. Um, and everybody knows that for the second, this will be our second baby, uh, the labor goes a little bit quicker. And so you don't really want to be too far away from home when that when that starts. No. So um, moving on to more, well, not more important things, but moving on to other things. Other topics. Exactly. Yes. Timmy, you look great today. Yes. Oh, <laughs> When don't die. <laughs> That's very true. No, today, uh, I'm sure you guys know what you mean. So what jersey am I wearing? Today I'm wearing a dark Seattle Thunderbirds jersey, game worn by uh, Taron Cozen, uh, the year he won WHL Goaltender of the Year. It's really sharp jersey if you've ever seen Seattle's. One of the nicest logos in hockey. Great colorway, reminiscent of the old Hartford Whalers jerseys. The Whalers, that's right. Before they left the league. They're later colors, the dark Dark blue and green and gray mm-hmm. and white. So, yeah, it's uh, keeping it real today and stylish as usual. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. definitely Pretty fly stylish. for a white guy. <laughs> Some might say. Yeah. Heard that before. Yeah. And you're also looking a little little, uh, little more trim, yes, trim yeah, these days. Yeah, so, yeah, probably feeling pretty good. On yeah, feeling great. Game. Working out uh, every day. If I'm not doing part of my uh, great workout program with uh, Gavin McHale, um, I'm doing cardio or playing hockey or both. I actually, every day I have hockey, I usually do about 45 minutes to an hour of cardio before. Holy um, shit. Yeah, it's feeling great. A little bit of stretching here and there. Need to probably add a bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the uh, the old diet's not quite where it should be, so I probably <laughs> would be a lot slimmer if I could stay away from certain things. But it's not, yeah. I am definitely just... doing a lot better in that respect, but uh, still have my urges to have some snacks. Snacks with Di- Diabaldo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's for well, the boys that listen that know him. I was going to say a little insider for the guys that listen. Yeah. So. Um, I'm kind of at the opposite end of the spectrum. I started off the year really, really damn good. I wasn't having any, any sugar, wasn't eating any grain. Uh, I don't know how much weight I lost because I don't actually have a scale at home, but I was feeling feeling pretty damn good. And then uh, my work went and got me, uh, this is back in January, it went and got me a birthday cake a little bit late in the month. Ooh, and uh, ooh, I got that this weekend. Yeah, completely off the rails since then. Uh, I've uh, actually, I think I had a Tim Hortons donut today, so I'm not... Have uh, another donut. <laughs> I don't have another donut. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so I'm not exactly at my best right now. So uh, we'll hopefully be able to ba- uh, bounce back soon enough. So uh, 
and Gavin, your personal trainer, yes. he's one of those guys that I, I follow him on Instagram, obviously, and every every post he has him whether whatever he's doing busting busting weights or he's got a client in the gym yep. or whatever and it's just like i see it and i'm like fuck man i gotta get off my ass so yeah hey t- coming from a guy that spent a lot of time on his ass before he started uh <laughs> it's worth it absolutely. and you know that too so definitely gav if you're listening you're doing it right yeah absolutely yeah um it's really paying off. I'm very happy with the results so far. And anyone that's interested, definitely check it out. Uh, I know I had uh, one of our previous listeners ask me about it. So that's, Oh, really? Or not listeners, guests okay. asked me about it. So that's uh, definitely, I recommend him to everybody. If you have any questions, ask me or even contact him on Instagram. Uh, he's very active on there. So yeah. One of the, one of the, one of the good guys out there, yes, definitely, yeah. for sure. Um, moving on to, well, I guess we could keep things in, in personal life. Uh, you've got a, a big day coming up, a couple days. Yeah, birthday. Well, I'm going to a game on Friday. Yeah. Uh, got some good seats with my favorite auntie. Um, in case my other aunties are listening to, uh, I like you all equally. Um, <laughs> but no, Sunday's my birthday. Uh, turning a big 3-0. Oh, mm-hmm. It's just kicking in right now thinking about it. I'm going to be an old fart. Absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, right, I'm right there with you, so. Um <laughs> Yes, I don't know. I'm not keen on it, actually. No, so. absolutely not. Of course, during my last few days in the twenties, uh, mm-hmm. not like I spent most of my twenties. So. I was just gonna say, probably not uh, to the same tempo. I'm sure. Yeah, so probably listen to the same old tunes, but yeah, same yeah. tunes, but a little more laid back. Absolutely, the weekend I think coming up. Um, the kids that I coach, twelve year olds, they've uh, unfortunately they've limped into the playoffs. I mean, everybody qualifies at this yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Bit of a rough year for the kids at yeah. uh, the, the True North Youth Foundation. And uh, we are actually opening up our playoff series. I don't know. I, I'm guessing we're playing the third place team because the first two get a bye. Oh. Uh, Seven Oaks Arena. Oh. So I haven't played at the Seven Oaks Arena. This it's is a new, nice. new complex. Yeah. Yeah. I played uh, pickup hockey there mm-hmm. on, I can't remember what days last year. It was not a good skate. Um, <laughs> but it is a nice facility. Uh, reminds me a lot of playing at the Iceplex as far as the surface and stuff goes on. Go at, goes there. It's really nice. If you haven't been there yet, it's pretty nice. I'll nice. put it at that. Uh, yeah, it's a little confusing to get to the first time. I actually went to the wrong complex, but... Uh, <laughs> Did you go to the soccer complex? Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, was it soccer complex or something? I don't remember. It was, yeah, it was a little bit of... I was like, I don't know if this is the intra- entrance, and I had to look up online when I got there. But. Well, actually, I saw the street that it was on, and the street was uh, Kingsbury Avenue, I believe it is. Yeah, it's confusing to get to, too. And so I took my road test over there. Oh, over yes. there, right? And uh, that's where for, I went too. For the listeners, uh, that was uh, where I ended up taking my fifth road test <laughs> because I, I was one and done. I had zero luck taking it at yeah. the old uh, tuxedo location here in Winnipeg. <laughs> and I'll have you guys know that I passed at this new location. The strategy paid off, and I haven't. Uh, I've got a clean slate since. So for five road tests, I've done pretty good. I think I've only wow. I put a van in the ditch one time driving home from Saskatchewan on the icy highways, but uh, I probably could have skated the whole way home. It was so icy. Wow. So I can't uh, say the same. Other than that, pretty. Yeah, I know uh, a couple pretty... listeners know uh, how bad my driving record is, so you're you're doing good. You're pretty good. Yeah, you you don't, and I mean your road test is everything. You you want to pass it when you're a kid, right? Like, oh yeah. You, your friends, how'd you do? And, oh, I failed again, right? Sure. It's uh, first step in the free adulthood almost. I mean, you you're in high freedom. school. I think I was in grade twelve at the time. Like, I just wanted to go drive to make for lunch you know and get a 10 piece mcnugget <laughs> at the time you know and i couldn't do it instead of walking there. there was guys uh like uh um well, zane zimmerman pulling pull e-brakes down yeah. the down the street into yeah. trees straight street yeah exactly so right i wasn't about to get in the 
get in the car with that guy. I just went in with creeping all the time, and <laughs> we'd go on every spare and be uh, with Mark T. There's a bunch of us. Oh, yeah. We'd pile six of us in the, at the time, either his van or his ex-girlfriend's car back then, and we'd uh, go to McDonald's, have a few McGriddles, usually this is back when I didn't care what was in oh, stuff, calories. Boy. Yeah. And then I found out those were like 700 calories each, and you know, you put down four or five of those uh, a morning, you start to add up. So oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, reminds me of those days. That's why we're in the position we are today. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Still struggling with diet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not doing McGriddles. too bad. Doing better now. But I still love McGriddles. Oh, yeah. I haven't had one in years. Oh, a late night uh, drive through there. Yeah. <laughs> Those days are luckily <laughs> Salisbury it. House days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely. It's a good thing they changed their night menu or else I'd still be going there. One of the best the best things Salisbury House ever did was put themselves in the parking lot of a, of a, a club beer. 3D. Of, yeah, Club 3D yeah. down the street. Or across the uh, Highlander. Oh, that was just like, that was where everybody went after, yeah. after everybody, the bar. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Place to be bumping. Oh, absolutely. And so we Three, won't, yeah, yeah, we won't uh, ramble too much. We actually, uh, I was showing Timmy before, uh, before we got going tonight. The uh, Mike Keane Classic yeah. tournament's going on at the Iceplex. If anybody's interested, yeah. I believe uh, tickets are 10 bucks. Goes to a good cause. Goes to a great cause. And so just some of the names that uh, that we saw. Um, Gar- uh, the, yeah, I'll let you, oh, you go. I'll okay, let you go. So off the top of my head, I saw John LeClaire was there, Adam Oates, um, Andre Waugh. It's funny, he's the third one I mentioned. But Mark Stewart, former Jet, yeah. is there as well. And uh, just... Uh, Timmy, yeah, I got the, I got it here, so I'm going to read it off here. Any that I miss. So we got McSorley, which he mentioned, PJ Stock, uh, Lucien Dublois, Blow it. you I, know who I mean, Jets fans. Yeah. Uh, Colby Armstrong, my personal favorite that's there. Uh, Met him dog. a couple times. Yeah. Absolute beauty. Met him at the World Cup, Memorial Cup in Red Deer, and one other place. I can't remember off the top of my head. Cam Jansen, tough guy. <laughs> Teddy Purcell. Um, Matthew Barnaby, one of my favorite players oh, growing up. Oh my god! Uh, he mentioned Adam Oates, Mike Keane. Um, really, we should be there, hanging out the bar right now, interviewing those guys, yeah. not talking to you guys. So, Dave Babbitts or Wayne Babbitts, I'm not yeah. sure which one that is. Uh, Garth Butcher, yeah. Jim McKenzie, Mike Commodore, uh, Sheldon Kennedy. Oh, wow, is that a Mike Sillinger jersey? Yeah, Mike Sillinger. Oh, wow, I, they probably had a tough time picking which picking jersey. Picking what jersey to wear? Mark Stewart. Speaking of trade deadline. Andre Waugh, Jeff Rogers, and probably my favorite guy yeah. there, Jimmy Roy. Jimmy Roy. Yeah. Everybody knows Jimmy. Everybody knows Jimmy Roy. That is awesome. What a, what a what a list, man. I, I would love to, to come and check Whoa, that and out. Oh, and McSorley went first overall in the draft tonight. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is that is awesome. we got to get there. Second Try and get there tomorrow. Wow. Are you busy tomorrow? Uh, actually, you know what? I don't have anything tomorrow night. I actually think friend of the show, Jeff Hoffer, is also playing in the tournament. Wow. Pretty we'll, sure. We'll, we'll be in contact tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. That would that'd be, a, that'd be a great uh, great boys' night out. Yeah, if I know when his schedule is, maybe we'll go... Uh, I'm gonna boo him, but uh, absolutely. I boo actually, him I bumped into him the other day. He was working uh, the moose game, uh, selling shirts for a found. Uh, can't remember what it was for, but I bought mm-hmm. a couple and was in line. Oh, it's Hofer! 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 As, as my friends know him as Foxworthy. Fox? Why do they call him Foxworthy? Played in a CP Rail tournament. He was a ringer. Oh yeah, I was there. We were short players and. He was there that day, and I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, what are you doing today? And he's like, oh, I'm at the Icebox. I'm like, perfect. You want to play in the CP Rail tournament? So I'm like, yeah. And all the guys, so what's his name? I'm like, Jeff Hofer. Jeff Foxworthy. So he was a comedian. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. So they call him Foxworthy, Foxworthy. for the tournament. Wow. He good. was a hell of a ringer, even though we lost every game. I think mm-hmm. he scored every goal. This is a bad team. 
but the boys are beauties is with the reeds so oh yeah. right on yeah. right on it was a it was a rough go but yeah yeah it was actually uh the first game was i think like 8 a.m or something and i won the uh central league the night before mm-hmm. we were at teasers till three in the morning oh geez yeah that's a and that's, i thought that's I a night hey we no one knew where the trophy was and it's the back in the back of my car <laughs> you had the trophy i didn't know about it till the net like that evening of the day after that i had it because they're all <laughs> where is it where is it yeah Anyways. everybody's all banged up and it's yeah. just in the, the trunk yeah. of your uh, trunk of your car that's hilarious yeah um, I guess we can move move straight to trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's here to listen. Speaking of Mike Sillinger, like yeah. you just said, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what everybody's here. To, I'm I know there's a million different outlets talking about the same kind of yeah. stuff, but hey, Timmy and I like to talk hockey. Yeah, we. Uh, what else is there that's more relevant than the trade deadline? Right it was now? tough battling through that uh, that trade deadline flu. I wasn't able to skip work. I wasn't either. No, I was there at work. Yeah. I had the radio going. Yeah, not yeah. like my auntie Naomi, who I'm pretty sure missed the day at work. Yeah. No, I don't know if she did or not, but she gave me a hard time the night before asking. She actually sent me a text about nine thirty on Sunday. So how are you feeling? And I'm like, good. She says, oh, you don't have the trade line de- trade deadline flu. No, not, <laughs> oh, so no. she heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. I debated taking it off. My mom actually took it off, and oh, she I, did. Yeah. Wow. That's how I found out about the Brent Lemieux trade. Oh my God, they fucking traded Lemieux. Is that what I she got. said? Yeah. yeah. So we'll get we'll talk more about the Jets stuff yeah. maybe later. Definitely. But we'll, cover the rest uh our opinions and stuff on it now pretty much yeah and so i did you have did you get to deal with any trade breakers while you're at work you get the text pouring in like not just your mom but any of your buddies like yeah you guys you and blanche you and blanche yeah, yeah. lots yeah. of other people i um everyone's a trade breaker yeah, on yeah. deadline day yeah, everyone's eh? a hero yeah <laughs> oh everybody's a hero you were you were the best at bringing just because my group chat was just lighting up and <laughs> my mondays are nuts at work so i was just, I was just say, like yeah. trying to balance it yeah trying to sneak into the office go on a computer and i don't have much of a chance to do that it's on like you forgot mondays. your you left a vibrator in your pants or something oh, like that i'm getting a little excited i actually turned it off nice to get it was insane i apologize uh, that's for contributing okay. no, to that. no, it's good because this is how i found out about the news yeah. that and uh our dishwasher at work a uh, big hockey fan he was filling me in too so oh your dishwasher yeah, was armando <laughs> that's awesome yeah. shout out to armando armando Poloni. he's a beauty <laughs> really good guy that so that's awesome uh, you don't want one of these eh? You're no no i'm all good right. all right we're gonna bring back an old tradition one of us is yeah oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. gonna Oh, oh, I was hoping it cracked oh, a little closer a little to the closer. mic, but uh, Thought I'd crack this beer. calls for a beer. This calls for a bud. This is just one of those nights, man. Like, we're we're kind of winging it tonight. Yeah. But uh, as for the trade deadline here, winners and losers, I think that's where we c- can kind of start. And so, in your opinion, who comes to mind when you think of a winner, winner of the uh, well, trade deadline? Seen, I'm going to start with one that people probably aren't considering, and you're seeing a lot online, people ripping on the team. Uh, I really think a big winner was Ottawa. Now, I don't know if it's going to be it might Ottawa. be the first time you've ever said that. Yeah. Winner in Ottawa in the yeah. same breath. So uh, I really like a lot of the pieces they picked up. Um, I, I can't say it's going to benefit Ottawa as a city, maybe, with all that's going on there right now. Like I yeah. still think it's going to move to Quebec. Yeah. Um, I mean, Eric Brandstrom, uh, I've got to see him a few times with the uh, Chicago Wolves, uh, affiliate for Las Vegas. Uh, watched him especially close as he was a Brandon Wheat Kings import draft pick. And there's a lot of talk that he would end up in Brandon. Is one of the reasons Brandon's such a weak team this year is they banked on him coming along with a couple other pieces that didn't show up. Um, Brandstrom, Brandstrom, I think, is NHL ready now. 
Uh, he'll get a shot at that in he Ottawa. He was an AHL All Star. Yes, he was first, that, and yeah. he's like first year pro or North American first pro. first year North American pro rookie. Like I think he's eighteen or nineteen. Was he not the captain of the Swedish yes, junior team yeah. last year or this year? This year, this yeah. year he was. Okay, yeah. So uh, I think that's a huge piece for them. And if you look at how good their back end is already, well, young pieces in the on the back end in Ottawa are, with Shabbat, who we all know is NHL All Star already, oh, man, he's yeah. going to be, in my opinion, Carlson or better. Yeah, he almost looks like a, I don't want to say like a, a young like Alex Petrangelo, but that's kind of where yeah. I'm at with with Shabbat. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you factor in uh, last year in the deadline, they picked up Philip Gustafson. Yeah, the goalie from he, Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh, and he's had a pretty damn good first year. And was North- that part of the Broussard trade? Sorry yep. to interrupt. Yeah. That, that is, was the stupidest move. Oh, it's awful considering all they got from Florida was what, like a third round pick? Yeah. Or sorry, Florida flipped him to Colorado yeah. for a third round pick. So talk about your value changing in yeah. a matter of twelve months, eh? Like Oh, and by the way, if you guys are curious, there is a Canucks game on in the background, so yep. I just cut off what I was about to say to look there's a bit of a skirmish, but <laughs> it doesn't look like much is gonna come of it. No, definitely not. The Canucks they actually shipped uh Eric Branson. Yeah, to my Penguins. Yeah. I, I was liking the way Pearson was playing for the Penguins, who went the other way. Mm-hmm. But I like the pickup of Gabranson. It's a piece they need. Um, mm-hmm. It's an, He's probably as tough as Alexi, who they traded, but he's a better defenseman. So I think it's a win-win um, for the Penguins. Oh, uh, sorry. J- uh, Alexiak. Alexiak. Yeah, right, sorry, right. yeah. So I think it's a... I think it, the Penguins are better than they were, but they've suffered quite a few injuries since the trade deadline. I was just going to say. They're really depleted. I Yeah. I don't think they're going on the run like I might have said I wanted them to in a future episode you'll hear, but uh, yep. they're definitely not one of my winners. I put them as a loser since we got a little off topic there, but I really no, like no, what no. Ottawa did. It's all good, yeah. I, I really like what Ottawa too. I'm glad to, I'm glad you kicked things off there. I've yeah. heard the... Uh, and I, mean, I hate the sense. It's a, yeah, exactly. And it's a little it's a little tough to, to compare Eric Brandstrom to a guy like Eric Carlson, but I think those comparisons are going to come in just by the fact that he's young, he's Swedish, yep. he's already way ahead of his curve, yep. at least by the sound of things. And so um, it sounds like they got themselves a really nice piece. And so when it was heard that with Mark Stone going to Vegas, I think a lot of people believe that there would have been a first-round pick yep. in the the conversation. They got a second yep. for next year, I think it was. But Bradstrom is like a top, high first-round yeah, pick. He's, so he's moved up that draft it, since he was picked. I feel like, and I mean, the fact you lose Stone... I feel like just grabbing uh, grabbing Brandstrom might take a little bit of the heat. I don't know if it'll take a bit of the heat off this year because, I mean, they're, they're essentially tanking and Colorado's going to get that number one pick. But to get a prospect like that is essentially like a top-level yeah. prospect. Yeah, and I think, I think um, what's I going to say, Vegas was not expecting him to be as good as he was this year because if, in case people forget, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, he was a Brandon uh, mm. Wheat Kings draft pick. Yeah. In the end, um, what's it called? The European draft. He, you have to remember, the owner of the Wheat Kings is the assistant GM of Vegas, and they knew he was coming over to North America this year. And I don't think they would have picked him unless Kelly told them to pick him because they right. picked, in case people, well, not many people know this, but uh, you're allowed two picks in the uh, European draft. I can't remember what it's actually called off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. in the Euro draft, you're allowed two picks, and Brandon picked two Vegas prospects. So mm-hmm. they obviously knew what they were doing, and I think he uh, really surprised the Vegas brass this year because I think there's a lot of thought he would start the year at the Wolves, 
and end up back down in the uh, WHL, and that really did not happen. No, and I feel like I feel like last year when and Vegas, he went. Sorry, I just yeah, yeah, this, go for it. He went fifteenth overall in the import draft. That's right. what it is. Yeah, so I feel like last year when uh, Vegas pushed hard for Carlson, like yeah. pushed hard to get Eric Carlson. I can almost. I don't want to say it's a Mark Messier guarantee, but I can almost bet that Eric Brandstrom was probably a part of the trade oh, talks last sure. year. If not him, it was Cody yeah. Glass. Oh, yeah. And I, I I don't know if I would have... I guess I got... Uh, I don't know if I would have moved... Uh, I would have maybe moved Glass over Brandstrom myself, but uh, either way, it's Vegas is trying to win now, and I think they're another winner. Yeah, adding... Time. Uh, adding yeah, I guess we can just segue straight into that. Adding yeah. Mark Stone, immediately signing a deal. Yeah. What a, what a pickup for Vegas. I think he's got to quit the window, so I don't think this is a contract that will bite them in the ass. No, and I, I kind of forgot how... Uh, how young he actually is he's only 26 years old he yeah. turned 27 this year or something like that good old good uh good fucking winnipeg yeah. boy, like we like to say on the show yeah. so good westwood boy i saw yeah good westwood boy that's right i saw there was a picture of him with the the old junior jets do you see that yeah. floating around a bar down i think yeah. posted it it was him and uh cody eakin yeah. reunited on the same team and then uh again after the game last night can't remember if it was him or Patrick that scored. Did Stone score? Patrick scored two goals. Stone, right. I think, had six shots and an assist. Yeah, so Stone, I think they went over to celebrate. I think Patrick said, Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever envisioned myself celebrating a goal with this yeah, guy. I read that today. Too. Montreal and Ottawa have had yeah. their battles over the years. So they both talk- had, yeah, they both made comments about it. I can't remember what they both said, but that is what Patrick said. That was pretty good. It is just yeah, and it is just crazy that that team has managed to pick up the pieces that they have. They were so smart. They picked up all those picks. Yeah. Because they were, they were set, I think they were set either way in this in that draft. Because, I mean, they had all the picks and pieces to move, to build a bright future. They could have moved some of those pieces for draft assets or prospects. But instead, they turned out to be way better than everyone expected. Everyone could say the NHL loaded, rigged it, but... Did anyone actually pick them to be as good as they have been these two years? No, not no, a chance. Not, not so a chance. So no one thought it was unfair at the time. I get a lot of people bitching about it now, and I hear it because Flurry's my favorite goalie. But of course, um, where was I going with that? <laughs> um, like it's unbelievable. Like, and then they have all these pieces that turned out well. They have all the assets that they can move to add to win. So now. many assets, yeah, yeah it's and the crazy. cap space too. It's crazy what they have. And you know what? It's because of the. They have two very smart people running that organization, yeah, like and McPhee and uh, Kelly McCrimmon. McCrimmon's already uh, rumored to be courted by teams like Edmonton, Seattle. Right, exactly, Seattle, and so. And if I don't know, I'm sure most of us just don't follow the WHL very well. But yeah. uh, if you take a look at some of the probably the last twelve years of the Wheat Kings, look at the trades they've made. And he has absolutely robbed teams blind. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, when they traded Braden Shen, they ended up with, like, five first-round picks or four first-round <laughs> picks, all these prospects, and that's why they were so good for two years there. It's just that one trade. I mean, looking at... Or, uh, was it Braden Shen or was it Furland? It might have been uh, the Furland trade. Uh, might have been the Furland trade. Okay, and so that what, what would that have been, like, 2000? That was the year... That was 2012. That was the year that... Uh, okay. They hosted the Memorial Cup in Saskatoon. So there's two. There's a two-year window where they finished first in the CHL and they lost to Cologne in the finals. Yeah. And then the next year they beat Seattle and they, and the thing with that team was they had to add a defenseman at the deadline, because um, Ryan Pilon retired. Right. And he was one of their top pieces. He played on a pairing with Provorov, and they were both in the same draft. Oh, year Ryan Pilon and Provorov. Right. Yeah. Right, they okay. were a huge yeah. pairing in the WHL and. Mm-hmm. 
Both turned, well, yeah, P- we know what happened to Pilon. Yeah, Pilon uh, retired. Provorov turned out all right. Oh, He's a pretty good defenseman. He'll win a, this is a Mark Messi guarantee, he will win a Norris <laughs> Trophy. He, it's, un, he is unbelievable. Bit of a down year, but I mean, the Flyers kind of were sticking around this yeah. year. Yeah, all around down, so. I'll say a heart. But just looking at year by year with the Wheat Kings, like, just to kind of, I mean, this is a little bit more in your wheelhouse, oh, yeah. but the amount of years they finished first in the East since the year 2000, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. Yeah. Seven times in 20 years. They've missed, I think the, they've missed the playoffs once or twice in the last 27 years. I think so, years. yeah. That's just a world-class organization. Yeah. And where are they at right now? They are fighting for the eighth spot right and now in the Eastern know? Conference. McCrimmon's not calling the shots anymore, right? Yeah. So. The last two years were kind of, Last year they squeaked in and... Mm-hmm. They got bounced pretty quick, I think, by Madison. They weren't expecting Hattie. to be good last year either, right? No. no. This year they were kind of looking to be good. I think right. I'm on a lot of I'm on a Brand Weekings page, and they give a lot of flack to the GM. Mm-hmm. But I think it's not totally his fault because I think he was expecting to get Brandstrom back. Right. Uh, a couple of their key pieces haven't really performed at all to expectations at all, even close right. to it. One of them, I, I won't even name them because there's kids. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> I think they also banked on getting Ty Lewis back as an right, overage, right. but he stuck around with the Eagles, Colorado Eagles. Oh, he was a free agent signing last oh, year, okay. oh, two years ago with uh, the Avalanche, and gotcha. he's having a great pro season, first year pro. So, oh good. That's kind of brand, Brandon for you right now. Yeah, uh, exactly. We got a little off topic because usual from our winners and losers a uh, trade deadline. Yeah, which is, anyways, that's okay. A little, uh, little Brandon flavor for uh, those that are interested, yeah. which I, I think a lot, a lot of people are. They like, yeah. they like the dub talk. So at least I hope. I hope so too. Uh, you're gonna get a lot more next year. <laughs> definitely to kind of keep things in the winner's circle. I think uh, before we get to you know who, we got to go with Nashville. Oh yeah. Talk about upgrading uh, with uh, Wayne Simmons and Mikael Granlund. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a big team up front got even bigger, and they added some more much needed. That was probably their only place they were kind of lacking was uh, skill. Yes, overall, because they're they're a good big team. I mean, not to take skill away from Ryan Johansson, he's a big boy. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, and he's definitely. one of their best players, and yeah, uh, and it shows their defensive depth that they were able to move Fiala and not even bat an eye. Yeah. And not to mention, people keep forgetting they have Eli Tolvanen playing in the minors right now. They can bring up for the playoffs. Who, when uh, when it comes to the conversation about Mark Stone, if Nashville was in on it, I'm sure the conversation probably started. hundred percent with Eli Tolvanen, yeah, right, coming back. And so it's no wonder you didn't see a team like Nashville. Yeah, I think they're still really high on him. He uh, he hasn't found his groove in the NHL yet, but man, he's 20 years old. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, or yeah, he is. Take some time. Yeah, he it played really in the World Juniors this year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's a damn good player. Yeah. And so Wayne Simmons, then picking him up, he's I know last year I think he got injured three separate times with pretty significant injuries, yeah. whether it was his knee or his whatever, whatever the heck it was. I think his hip. I think it's something to do with that. Uh, but uh, Simmons is a guy that's absolutely built for the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's just that kind of guy that will that that will play hard. And you know if. Winnipeg and Nashville are to meet up in the second round. You know that that is going to be that guy is going to be like the focal point of the series because or in the first round or in the first yeah sorry or in the first round yeah exactly with where Lewis is only four points back with what where we're getting to so we'll uh, we'll get to uh, that team in a second yeah but uh, Nashville I think is really really I mean David Poyle he's been an NHL executive for like forty five years yeah something like that his hair's still brown I I know know. uh, just for men yeah it must must (laughs) be must be something like that yeah sorry Poyle but uh, yeah man Nashville looks. Looks to be really good. Primed and ready to go, and yep. they even traded Ryan Hartman. 
Yeah. They traded Ryan Hartman to Philadelphia, who Philadelphia might actually, like, that's a pretty nice player for them to have. That's a perfect guy for Philadelphia. He's yeah. another hard-nosed player, too. I don't want to say he he went for a first-round pick last year with Chicago, but I think he might have. I think he might have, When too. Chicago traded him to Nashville, which so, is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got one on here for our winners list that I actually almost consider maybe being a loser. Yes. It, it could go either way on this one. I'm going to go with, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I, I put him in winners. It won't be long until they could be losers. Yes. And I know Tim is a little bit biased because he's a Penguins fan, but it's he, he's rolling the dice here. And the Columbus Blue Jackets Yarmo, have, have put all their eggs in one basket. All their cards have been... Push to the middle of the table. They get uh, what the fuck? Have you ever seen a team load up like this? Like it's kind of it's crazy because they gave up some assets for the future. Yeah. But they're a team that could need assets next year as soon as next year for the future because they could lose two guys they already had. Yes. Plus the guys they picked up. Columbus went all in. They went absolutely all in. I I really don't like their odds. No. I mean they're not. I'm sorry. It would take some serious injuries when they get past Washington, let alone. Um, what's it called? Tampa. Yes. I I I don't see Tampa losing until the conference finals again if they're going to lose at all. Exactly. And so. and so the NHL standings. Um, looking at that, I think when I looked at them yesterday, I think Columbus was only. Um, I think they were only a point up, into the playoffs on Pittsburgh. I think. Yeah, Pittsburgh won last night. It was something like yeah. So Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's beat, sitting in right now. Yeah, they beat Columbus last night five two. So right now, actually, if you look at things and this is a team that's all in columbus is sitting in ninth right now yeah they're they're sitting in ninth place can you imagine they miss the playoffs it's still a possibility man like they might they might not even make it and all these people are praising columbus and uh, i wrote them down in the winner's circle here but it could easily go south yep yeah it's winner it's winner bust for them because i mean they gave up they had a chance to get some pretty good pieces for the future say they traded like Bobrovsky and ate some salary, sent him somewhere that really could have used him. This could him. set them back big yeah. time. They still have a pretty good stable of prospects, maybe not like top tier in the NHL. We're talking about the only NHL franchise that's never won a playoff series. Exactly. Too. So they've been around Desperation for... Desperation mode, I think. I I think so. An impatient fan base. I yeah. think they're probably dealing with their... I mean, if they would have traded, traded Bobrovsky and Panarin... Like right now, you know there would have been backlash. It's oh, almost yeah. like it's almost like they're just postponing the backlash. Yeah. And so we could be wrong. I mean, the the division's really, in my mind, it's it's up for grabs because the Islanders are sitting in first with seventy nine points, yeah. with tied with the Caps. I don't necessarily see the like matching up with the Islanders probably isn't a bad matchup. No, not for at any all. for any team in that division. Not at all. Yeah, and so I feel like that division's very much up for grabs, and I think that really would have been the reason why they went for it because yeah. they, they saw themselves with a chance to come out sitting in first but they could easily find themselves like just as easily find themselves out of the playoffs or they could find themselves in a first round matchup crossing over with the lightning like <laughs> jesus like <laughs> <laughs> that all would these, be funny if that did happen yeah and, all for nothing and all these teams loading up around them or all these teams loading up like the nashville and vegas and all that but it's almost like everybody should have just stood back because Tampa's just going to win the Cup this year. We've said that a few other years. I know. <laughs> it, that's what makes it most interesting. Uh, yeah. Another team I got put for a loser and actually might have slid onto the winner's list was Dallas just because of circumstance. Mm. They uh, went out and got uh, Zuccarello from the Rangers. The and, Prince of Norway. And I'm pretty sure 30 minutes into his first game, he blocked a shot with his arm and broke his arm. <laughs> So they lost a key asset for their playoff push because oh, they're in the dogfight for a playoff spot too. Talk about luck, eh? Yeah, poor Eric Miller. Yeah. 
I actually messaged him as soon as I saw that. Did you? Yeah. And did he know yet? I don't think he knew yet. Oh man, you're the you're the breaker yeah. there. Breaker to Killer Miller. Definitely. Um staying in the loser circle. Well, yeah, Dallas is another team that's I mean, they went and got Zugrell. I don't think they paid a huge price to get no. him. No. But still yeah, I mean, that's sell. your lone pickup and that quickly it uh backfires on you. That's another team. I guess those teams that are sitting on the playoff line, they 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 yeah. really they really gotta go one way or the other, right? Like and I think they're a team that their window's not there's not a lot there left there. There's maybe no. a year or two because it's 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 not it hasn't been good there the last couple of years. They're no. a team that everyone couple not this year so much, but They're the last couple of years, yeah. People had picked them to win the our division and a mm-hmm. team that was a favorite to win the cup a year ago. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we definitely will. And uh, I guess staying in the loser circle here a little bit. The New Jersey Devils didn't do a lot. They moved Marcus Johansson. They moved Keith Kincaid. I think they moved Ben Lovejoy. Yeah. Uh, the thing that disappointed me the most was the Keith Kincaid trade, and so. Kincaid, I think his goals against is up around like three this year. As, I mean, Corey Schneider's is almost at four. I yeah. know it's coming down. I he's, he's played very well. He's played very well. So that is like got to be the feel-good story of the season if he can uh, kind of bounce back here and uh, not get the Devils in the playoffs because they're a little far away. But uh, just to see him get back into the groove, I mean, that was why Kincaid was expendable. I think it was a totally – I love that trade for both teams because I think it gives him a chance next year as a starter. Yes, in Columbus, yeah, but it also opens Kincaid, up. Yes, yeah, it opens opens up a spot in New Jersey for, for Blackwood, who's more than deserving at this point. Definitely, with how his and he's going, got yeah. a great mentor there, and they've saw. I think they have a lot of faith in Corey Schneider now, seeing it because he had won a couple starts prior to the trade deadline. Yeah, I think that kind of sealed the fate for Kincaid because I think that was totally Schneider yeah. is their guy. Schneider so. is their guy, and he will be their guy. I think he's still got four years left on yeah. his contract at like six mil. So oh, Marblehead, Massachusetts made native. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Right yeah. there, Marblehead, Massachusetts. I always, always get a laugh all that name. So it's one I remember pretty good, like Moose Factory, Ontario. Moose Factory, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the we should start the next. Uh, I would start the next segment with uh players born in obscure places <laughs> players uh, places with the best names oh Moose factory ontario we have to, take a lot of research we'd have to, yeah we'd have to dig up some but i'm sure we could probably find some some damn good ones we'll just go through some of my dad's old hockey binders look at the birth birthplace of every player <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh well, there you go oh. um I guess that you could put these two teams in the same grouping yeah of course there's anaheim and la anaheim and la yeah two exactly. teams completely out of it that aging cores they could have really unloaded some pieces for the future and I don't know why they didn't but uh and some questionable moves by Anna or a questionable move by Anaheim which Tyler will get to in a second but yeah. I I really am surprised with those two teams like a like is LA still thinking they actually have it like is like have a chance to rebuild over the summer again or yeah. add stuff like I, I minus 51 goal differential I think only the Ducks are worse right now yeah, even the Senators are better. Remember than that. when that trip out west used to be the hardest road trip in hockey? That now it's was, a guaranteed four points. I was just gonna say guaranteed that, four. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, San Jose is still good, but yeah. yeah, exactly. Ducks and Kings, like, thank you very much. Yeah, it's a testament also to how good Doug Wilson is that they've been that good the for Sharks. That long. Yes, definitely the Sharks, and he has a good Winnipeg tie too. He does. Yeah, he played junior hockey here. Doug Wilson. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Uh, he told us that. Did he? Yeah, he told us that at the draft. Really? Yeah, he's he said, "Oh, a couple, a bunch of Winnipeg boys. Where are you from? What part?" We said, "Oh, Saint yeah, James. He's yeah. like, "I'll tell you, you guys go to West soon." He said, "No." He's like, "I went there." He told us all about his time in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I forgot all about that. We didn't get a picture with him, did we? 
I don't think we we just talked to him. I think we just talked and to him. And he was yeah. awesome. That is really yeah. cool. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. I can't even believe I forgot about that. <laughs> I remember hearing that he went to school here in, in Winnipeg on a... Uh, we heard it right from the source. I think it was on TSN 1290. Oh. That's like the time when I... Uh, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious, but that's like the time I went to a, went to a Rise Against concert here in Winnipeg. And I was I was so pumped. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm seeing Rise Against for the first time. It's going to be awesome. So I went to the show. It was great, whatever. And so I'm talking to a friend of the show, Talon Pegg, and the next day. And he's like, oh, so how was the show? I was like, oh, man, first time seeing Rise Against. It was fucking sweet, blah, blah, blah. He's like, dude, you saw them last year at Warp Tour. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, no, you already fucking saw them. And this I is have, my favorite fucking band. I have a 100% same story. Yeah. I went last year at Tomorrowland. I went and saw <laughs> Above and Beyond. Okay. who's a huge uh, group. They actually are, I think, a rock band too, but they also do EDM. Mm-hmm. They're actually much older than all the other DJs. I think they're in their 50s. Okay. Um, and when saw them, and I was talking to my buddy the other day, and I was like, man, I watched the Above and Beyond set mm-hmm. from Tomorrowland Main Stage last year, and it was amazing. I don't know why we left during that or before that. And he's like, man, we stayed for 50, of the, 50 minutes of the hour. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. I have videos of it and we're, we're there. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was, I probably was about two or three beers deep at that point. So <laughs> no yeah. excuses for yeah. either of us. I don't know how I that was unbelievable. Yeah. So that's a pretty good day. Uh, yeah. Kind of tie in one of our random stories for you. Tie folks. that in with Doug Wilson. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but yeah, so the Ducks, they ended up trading, I think it was, uh, was it Braden or Brandon Montour? I Brandon think it's Brandon Montour. Montour. Yeah. They traded Brandon Montour to the Buffalo Sabres. Can't, can't remember what draft pick was involved in that trade, but uh, Brandon Gooley. Yeah. Is that was, how you say his name? Yeah. He yeah. was once a highly touted prospect. I haven't seen him play because we never get to see Rochester here. No. So I don't know where he's at in his development, but at one point he was really highly touted. I think he's one of their... Prince Albert Raider. I think he's one of their top defense prospects. Yeah. If not, probably Buffalo's was Buffalo's top prospect. Yeah. And so the Ducks, I was telling telling Timmy before we got on here, so Brandon Montour, I think he's sitting with 25 points this year, leading Ducks defenseman in mm-hmm. scoring. So that's a, that's a big hit to a team heading in the wrong direction, but yeah. kind of understandable where they're at in the standings. Be more behind the pictures we don't know. Exactly. the GM behind the bench now. So. Definitely. So the Ducks have had the luxury of being just aces at drafting defensemen. Yes. Whether it's Josh yes. Manson or Sammy Vatnin, who's moved on, but Lindholm and just – Right, right from top Chief to bottom. Theodore. Patterson, who they ended up yep. trading to Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, all these guys are getting shipped out the door. They're just blue chip after blue chip yep. defensemen. Yep. It's crazy what Anaheim's been able to do over the years. Um, so I guess maybe trading Montour, they've all, they've, maybe they've got their iron in the fire somewhere else. They must know something we don't know. They must. and so Or must like Brennan Gooley. Yeah, yeah Obviously, someone a... in their organization has a good eye for defensive prospects. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it – I mean – for the future, I think Gooley is a better piece. For yeah. I mean, it, but why not on Lone Boar? Yes. <laughs> is what I'm kind of wondering about there. But Yeah, definitely. Maybe Buffalo, does Buffalo still think they're, yeah, well, the Ducks, yeah, for sure. Does Buffalo still think they have a chance? I think they're, what are they, about 10, 10 points out right now? Uh, oh, they're only seven. But, yeah, their season hasn't been tr- exactly trending no. in the right direction. No, it started off so hot. Started and off, just, yeah. yeah, definitely. And then our other loser was, a lot of uh, friends of the show are a fan of this team. <laughs> a lot. Uh, I know Tim loves this. So yeah. The Calgary you, Flames are one. the losers today. <laughs> like, we got a team here that's first place in their division. Did they add anything? They didn't add anything. I think I, I think I heard that they tried. Yeah, they had a couple attempts. Yeah, and so... Like, Wayne the, Simmons said uh, nope and would not waive his no-trade clause to go there <laughs> and chose Nashville instead. 
Mm-hmm. I guess it's cold right now. I really can't think of another reason why not to go somewhere for a couple months that's... I mean, Nashville is... I realistically think has a better chance, but for still, sure. we're talking about first place in the division. Flames him on You're seven in there for a couple of months, and he waved that. And then apparently there was a deal. Who was it for? Uh, Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker. Calgary. And Minnesota. something fell through in the uh, faxing of the papers. Apparently it was, yeah, it got sent to Central Registry. And, yeah, something fell through, and apparently the Flames are furious. Yeah, that happened yeah. with another team here in Manitoba on their deadline, but... I can't say anything because my source is too close. But I'll I'll tell Tyler off the air, and maybe one day you guys will get lucky down the road. Give me the hockey insider. I love it. I love that. So the Flames, I mean, everything's going right for them. So they are losers for not really doing much. They did add Oscar Fattenberg from the LA Kings. Nice little depth depth pickup. Yeah, but no big piece. No, nothing big. Nothing big at all. And so a little bit disappointed. I know uh, I was dealing with uh, one of my – Flames, Flames friends, and he was, uh, he was not okay with what went down. He was very, very upset. Sucks I, to suck. I said, yeah, they're forty-one and sixteen, and it's like, how can he really be mad, man? Like, all these teams are getting better around you because you guys are the top of the West. Yeah, Calgary Flames. We'll give them that. We'll yep. give them that for sure. And I mean, they've more. I don't want to say they mortgage the future, but I, they did. They not trade two first-round picks for Travis Hamonic. Yeah, might have been. And it's paying off. It is paying off. Like he's been, yeah, he's been really, really good. But they've they've had to, they've they've and had he's to make a the, lot of the time, a lot of time this year too. I think uh, uh, Tree Living, Brad Tree Living, he he kind of lives for those draft day trades. Yes, that's, he does. That's where he's at. Yes, so that's, oh, the Hurricanes. Yeah, exactly. So let's just uh, let's just remember in June. Maybe that's when the yeah. Flames all. Uh, Really go for it next yeah. year. After we're watching the Penguins parade. <laughs> yeah, after. Ex- <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. So there's our winners and losers for the day. We actually said that this would be a little bit shorter. Yeah. We, before the, before the <laughs> yeah. show, we were like, you know, maybe we'll do a short episode. A little test run, see how many, how it goes with the listeners and stuff. I'm going to shorter episode. Exactly. But, we'll see if we can keep this under an hour now. Uh, it might be tough. So I got these guys as a winner. I'm not too sure where Tim stands on them. Um, I'm not hearing any planes. Not hearing any planes today. Yeah, nothing. Well, I mean, they have lost five of six, so it's a little bit, uh, they're not exactly playing too well, but. Oh, yeah, there they are. Jets talk! (laughs) And so the Jets, last night, Minnesota rolls into town, fourth time this season they've met, and Minnesota (laughs) rolls them. Rolls the Jets, steals, what is it? Snatches, uh, I, can, I don't I can't get the fucking analogy they right. They played two minutes of the game. They played two minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah, oh, snatching man. victory from the hands of defeat. I think that's the analogy. We're Those gonna, jerseys gonna look say. so good, and they ended up looking so bad in them in the end. Oh, that was so disappointing. Such a wonderful night to begin the night. Yeah. All the captains out there, uh, the, the two members of the, uh, the new Winnipeg Jets Hall of Fame, yep. Lars-Eric Schuberg and Ab McDonald. The His both, family, yeah. Yeah, both the, the late... Um, both families were on hand for that, so unreal ceremony. Some some players I didn't think it would, like Keith Kachuk was in in the building. Yeah, Big Walt was in the building, so yeah. that was that was pretty cool to see. Big Keith. Yeah. One one thing that I didn't know was that uh, Kevin Hayes, Keith Kachuk's cousin, related to him. Actually, I had heard that. Yeah. Before I, yeah, I've heard that before, and I never, I did not remember that. But yes, yeah. So yeah. Kevin Hayes, the big the big fish, wow. was uh, recruited. To the Jets, and they had to give up a first-round pick. And Brendan Lemieux. Yes. So a lot of people not too happy with the Brendan Lemieux 
uh, giving up, giving up of. What are your thoughts on Braylon Mew headed the other way? It's great to have Hayes here, but I hate that he was the one to give up. The team yeah. has struggled the last eight games, nine games, heading into the last game, which would make it 10. Mm-hmm. And he was really coming into his own. I think he's been playing he's been playing that great energy player role. He hasn't been taking any of his, what he's known for with his time with the Moose and earlier in the season, stupid penalties. Yep. He's been phenomenal. He's been scoring, putting up points, playing great offensively, uh, responsible defensively the last several games too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he earned his spot to be in the lineup and uh, see who was taken out when Ehlers came back instead of some other people. It was surprising. Yes. That very must surprising. have been to protect an asset though. Yeah. yeah. In the end. And, I think there was other pieces they could have moved instead. I don't mm-hmm. know what the Rangers are interested in, what the Jets are willing to do. Yeah. But I know there's a couple other of our future assets I would have moved instead. I don't, but again, don't know what they were interested in. And, Definitely. Um, a first round pick too. It's uh, normally a late first round pick wouldn't be a big thing to give up, but we are so fucking good at drafting late in the first round. I know, I know. That it's, it is something big to give it up. It is, yeah. Whether and it's been we'll Jack see how it pays off. Or, I, yeah. I, I'm not a, I wasn't a big fan of the Staz when he came here, and he played really well last year. So we'll see what Hayes does. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I can't see much else other than that. I, not a fan of who what we moved for it, but it is a good asset to bring in. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I don't see him resigning. We're, we got we're gonna have some trouble with we that. Have our hands full, yeah, right? So yeah, it's I a think. pure rental. So we'll see how it works. There's gonna be some serious. Or he uh, signs and something else goes that we might not necessarily want to go. So definitely. So in Winnipeg, like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting few months coming up including the end of june at the uh the draft because i think we might move some stuff and then july 1st too as free agency opens up yeah it's it's a good time to be a jets fan it's a it's a a pretty good time Uh, just maybe not the last couple weeks no uh, yeah the standings uh, with two losses to the wild now well not two well four on the season but two recently yeah i think they lost they were in their building not that long ago the avalanche have beat them uh, the Coyotes beat him the other yeah. night on... Uh, These aren't games they should be losing. No, and Shane Donight, which was uh, we haven't talked about, but uh, Shane Donight was... Uh, Pretty cool. I have yeah. one one big uh, pet peeve there, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've lost some key games, games where they should have or got points. And then they have a game on Friday where they really need to win. It's a four-point game against uh, everyone's favorite team from Tennessee. So we'll see what happens there. Uh there's a lot of pressure going into that game because I think Nashville, I don't know, Nashville is, I haven't been following Nashville lately, but how close are they in points to the Jets right now? I think they're sitting I, one up with a couple games in hand here. Um, I believe they are, Jets have three games in hand, but the oh. Nashville Predators have a one-point lead, 79 wow. to 78. And so. right now we're not putting those games in hand to good use. Luckily, they're they're kind of sputtering a little bit. They're four and five and one in their last 10, which is uh, actually kind of kind of good to see. They're sitting, uh, but the Jets with 188 goals against uh, are not, substantially not, more than most of the other teams around them. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing themselves any uh, any favors in the yeah. goaltending department. No, but, well, I wouldn't 100% say goaltending is. Hellebuck's been playing pretty yes. good lately. I'll give it reminds that. me. It reminds me a lot. I don't want to say it reminds me a lot of the Pavlik days, but just like the whole team defense, the run and gun. Yeah. It's and just, he has been giving up some stinkers here and there too, which yeah. kind of reminds us of Pavlik. Yeah. Uh, this is just why I said the other day he's he's just, he's a step up from Pavlik lately. Yes, um, I wouldn't say he's anywhere near where he was last year. No, 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 no. But yeah. uh, this this 
this year's playoffs will be big, and I think this summer is going to be even bigger for him because teams are starting to maybe figure him out a bit, and that's the big thing about goaltenders. They spend their summers trying to adapt and mm-hmm. add new fundamentals to their game or change things. So, Absolutely. Yeah, um, you know. you know. But, I mean, a, hey, he could win the Smith in the playoffs. Easily could. Braden Hopi, I think his goals against last year heading into playoffs was like 2.9. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go, right? Anything yep. can happen in the new season. So, uh, when we talk about team defense, the Jets, I believe, oh. were sitting at, uh, I believe they were the youngest team in the league before the trade deadline. And they yeah. brought in an elder statesman. They brought yeah. him back, and I may just plug in the audio in this uh, in this segment, but I know in the last podcast I did mention that Matt Hendricks should be on his way back to Winnipeg. Oh, and yeah. he, I don't know if he has an old pickup truck. Strikes me as the kind of guy that would probably. He, he hopped in his old pickup truck in St. Paul, and he drove his way back to Winnipeg. I'm sure it was a Denali or something. <laughs> yeah, and the, it, probably, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to picture it right now. But so Matt Hendricks. Come, come right into Winnipeg in Crapen's old truck. <laughs> the old bright orange Ford Ranger, whatever the No, he had that, remember the old Beast that Schultz oh. drove? Oh, with yeah. With the yeah. Steagle picture in yeah, the back. I window. do remember. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is Those so. Those are the days. That is so funny. So. Matt Hendricks on his way back to Winnipeg. Yeah, he elected not to take the team fight, which I think is hilarious because Minnesota was coming here anyway. But uh, Hendricks is back, 36-year-old. He's probably not going to play too much. But he wasn't the only veteran that the Jets added on the no. deadline, which is why I would say they probably are winners because I think they're addressing uh, some some underlying problems here. Yeah. Brought in Par Lindholm. They needed some depth. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So they brought Par Lindholm in from Toronto, who actually, I was surprised, he's played in every single game for the Leafs this year as a rookie from Sweden. And I think you were the one that mentioned his stats in Sweden. Was it you? No, maybe not. No, it wasn't me. So if you look at Par Lindholm's stats, like he was, for his last couple years in the Swedish Elite League, he was almost a point per game. Playing with some uh, good players for, uh, oh, the name is escaping me. Skalefta, maybe? Oof, I... I don't I, know. I, I'm sure if I saw it, I'd know. But, it's uh, one of those things that doesn't really matter to anybody else but us. So. Yep. Yeah, so we'll move on from that. But uh, nice addition. Apparently, I talked to uh, Kurt Dog. Oh, Curdy. Yeah, Lee, Lee's fan. Happens to be a tongues out uh, consultant. He doesn't yeah. know that, but um, talked to him. He told me he's a good penalty killer. Oh. Um, he's pretty dependable on that fourth line all year. He was really surprised that the Jets uh, Managed to get a roster player for Nick. It's a good insider to have from the four hundred one. Yeah, definitely he doesn't live there, but even though he doesn't, yeah, yeah, exactly. So pretty cool. Well, let's bring up something we I cut you off on earlier. No, the no, Dome no. thing. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, the Dome ceremony that was pretty. Uh, I I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Oh, Tyson I, Nash goes to yeah. town. I can't wait to. I yeah. recorded it. I was in the middle of a workout during that. Don was laughing. Don cried during yeah. it. Like it was literally. I saw. Had, I saw that. I it didn't, had everything. Yeah, man. I was. It was Tuned in to watch the game while I worked out and yeah. ended up watching the ceremony oh, through so my workout good. and watched the game afterwards. So mm-hmm. I actually had to go into work for, for uh, the second and third period, and that was a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> so that kind of ruined my Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, that makes for a tough one. But uh, mm-hmm. I what really bugged me about that, it was a classy move by the Jets, poorly executed, Right, was the warm-up jerseys. The warm-up jerseys. That just bugs me so, so much. What was the point of having 20, 20 Nick Batans out there? <laughs> when did when did uh oh no, yeah 19, the new jersey i yeah i just hated that where the whereas the ducks did it right for timu all the different jerseys right well the ducks wore all his different jerseys but we wore the old style the jerseys. old style yeah the ducks wore all the different ducks yeah. jerseys he'd worn over the years yeah so, that was that was two teams doing it right yeah yeah this was awesome i mean they wore the kachina jerseys on the coyote side how much do you love those jerseys oh, i love them they're oh, the best God. they're the best well i was really i was really contemplating going for calvin pickard's uh jersey from that game 
game. Mm-hmm. The fucking Coyotes sold the Jets and the Coyotes jerseys in game. <laughs> really? So they didn't even make them out. No. Oh man, it bugs me because I would have loved, loved to have gotten one of those. But uh, absolutely, that's the way she goes. That's the way she goes sometimes. Yeah. Um, the uh, moving away from the Dome thing. Well, it's kind of tough to move away from the Dome thing. He was a fifteen hundred. 1500 game player. Yeah. I think he Memorial Cup champion. Yeah, with uh, was he on the, Kamloops. those Kamloops teams? Yeah, with Niedermeyer, Tucker, yeah. Ginla. So Tyson Nash did yeah. his uh, did his speech, and he was saying that uh, what I didn't know about Tyson Nash, he won three fucking Memorial Cups, mm-hmm. three of them. And Tyson Nash, for those of you guys who don't know, he was a he was a professional face puncher. Yes, for he was the St. Louis Blues and the uh, Phoenix Coyotes at the time, and so those Kamloops teams were something else. Like yeah. Those, those old teams were NHL. You had Corey Hirsch between the yep. pipes. Uh, Brad Lukowicz was on those teams. Those good. Um, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the rosters here, and I'm having a, a little brain fart here. But there was some – oh, what's his name? Former captain of the Moose uh, defenseman. Baumgartner was oh, on Oh, Nolan Baumgartner yeah. was. Yeah, exactly. Um, he had a taste in the NHL. Like, I'm look, I got one here. Uh, I said Tucker. Mm-hmm. Keller, Wilkie. Matt, Nat Domichelli. Domichelli, yeah. yeah. A couple of his hockey cards. Yeah. can never pronounce his name. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to... What was it? Hanat. H-N-A-T. Hanat. Hanat. Who else we got here? Brad Luke, which I meant. Jason Strudrick. Strudwick. Strudwick. Yeah. Steve Passmore between the pipes. Wow, there's a there's an old goalie. Yeah, tough customer. Wow, I'm just looking at these rosters. There's some... Some, uh, some good NHLers over there. So Iggy... Yeah. Bob yeah, Gardner, Iginla, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Holland. It'd be interesting to talk to Terry Ryan one day because I think he was playing for Tri City Americans at, at this the time, time, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Randy Patrick between the pipes. He had a cup of tea, I think, in the NHL or at okay, least the yeah. NHL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some damn good players back then. Kamloops, eh? Yeah, the Blazers three Memorial Cups. It's unbelievable. Tyson Nash, I think, also played with. Oh, Daryl Sador was there too. He was a damn good D man. Yeah. Was he really? Holy shit! I think before those Memorial yeah, Cups, yeah, yeah, okay. one of the first ones. Yeah. Wow, and just look at these unrealsters. So yeah, that, that kind of does it for our Shane Doan here, but yeah, it does. Uh, there was uh, there was one other player that I wanted to mention that the Jets picked up was uh, Nathan Bulio. Yes, he's uh, well traveled this year. Yeah, definitely well traveled. He isn't. He's uh, been a healthy scratch. I heard a little bit for the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, this year he's only played about thirty something games. I think. I think I look at that pretty good. I look at that pickup as kind of our Joe Morrow pickup of last year. Basically, the it Joe could Morrow be, yeah, pickup, could right? be a good pickup yeah. in the end. Uh, low risk. Oh, there's another one that for those listening that might as well go for a soda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my soda while we're. He popped that open. I'm getting water. <laughs> yeah, thirsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no problem. We'll take a we'll take a quick break on uh, that note, and we'll get back to you with uh, the ending of uh, the episode. All right, we're back. We've got a full beer for a segment that's only going to last about five minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. Timmy is the man when it comes to birthdays. Yep. We're sitting here. Or should we get a couple of uh, um, leap year birthdays in here? I wonder if there's any guys born on February 29th. I can go to that. I'll go to that after we do today's Of date. course, right. So we're doing Wednesday's date. Wednesday. we always go. I didn't even check who's tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, I'll start off with uh, current New York Islander, uh, born in 1991. Make him, oh boy, I'm not good at this. It's only two years younger than us. Yeah, so. 28. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not so good at this. Uh, he's uh, Casey Tzizikas. Oh, Tzizikas. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Don Terry likes to call it, Casey Tzizikas. Tzizikas. <laughs> Oh boy, um, <laughs> Tzatziki. Here's another one. Uh, well, there's a lot more birthdays. Mm. Uh, this guy was a really, really, 
really highly touted prospect. I believe okay. he was drafted into the WHL first overall to Portland Winterhawks oh, as wow. a defenseman. Um, he was born in 1985. He played for Atlanta, Philadelphia, and Tampa Bay. Braden oh, Braden Coburn. Coburn, I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so he's 34 years old today. Is he still playing for Tampa Bay right I now? I think so. I think so. Wow. Um, this is one you'll remember. Mm-hmm. Um, probably won't guess it, but he's a goalie. Yeah. Uh, born 1984, making 35 years old today. Mm-hmm. Played for Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Oh, uh, Pittsburgh and Minnesota? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Any more hints? Do you have any more? His last name is a spice. A spice? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. John Curry. John Curry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, this guy is. Do, do you eat curry? I love curry. I cannot stand the smell really? of it. Oh my god, it sucks because it doesn't even taste that bad. It just I smells it. terrible. Um, Happy this, birthday, John. This is, oh, this is another goalie, John. Uh, yeah. This guy's born in 1953. Yeah. Very well known throughout the hockey community. Yeah. Uh, played for New York Rangers, and I just lost him on the list here. Where was he? Uh-oh. And St. Louis Blues. He also worked for both teams in color and as a GM for one of them, I believe. Whoa. Uh, John Davidson. Wow. Uh, this is a happy uh, 66th birthday to John Davidson. Is he still involved with the Columbus Blue Jackets at all? Yes. He is. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he's... He's been in the game for a long time, that guy. Oh boy, here's here's a well-traveled former Winnipeg Jet and Manitoba Moose. Wow. Uh, he played for Winnipeg, Florida, St. Louis, New York, Phoenix, Toronto, New York Islanders, and Calgary. Whoa. Also coached in the NHL. Can you Holy guess this guy? Shit. And I've mentioned him before. He's former original Winnipeg Jet? And there's a chance he could be coaching in the NHL soon again. Really? Yeah. That's not Dallas Aikens, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Wow. Good guess. Holy shit. Yeah, so he is turning... Like, real not good at his math thing anymore. 52. I was going to say, yeah, he's probably around our dad's age, yeah. close to it anyway. Oh, my dad's a lot older. Oh, he's going to say your dad's <laughs> in it well into his 60s, eh? Yeah. Sorry, Keith. I, I'm sure you listen. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one's former Pittsburgh Penguin. He's turning 31. Also yep. played for Dallas and Arizona. Dustin Jeffrey. Not a big name, but okay, yeah. I know him. I remember, so I remember him, yeah. Figured I'd mention him. Uh, yeah. Another goalie, um, former Chicago Blackhawk and Detroit Red Wing. Turning a fresh, oh boy, here we go again with the numbers, 30, 45 years old, Mark Lamothe. Oh, Lamothe. wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I kind of remember that name, not really. Uh, there's not a lot of big names today, I mm-hmm. just noticed, but mm-hmm. uh, there's another good goalie coming up. Years, oh, I said his name almost. Uh, born 1971, former New Jersey Devil, LA King, Ottawa Senator, Atlanta Thrasher, and Dallas Star, and Philadelphia Flyer. Jeez. Yaroslav Modry. Modry was yeah. a D-man. Yeah. That's right. He was an LA King for a little while. I remember him. Um, oh, there is a big name at the end here. Okay. Uh, another well-traveled goalie. Um, he actually fought, was it Kippersov once? No, he fought, I can't remember. He played for both teams, so I can't remember which team he was on when he fought. But anyways, <laughs> this goalie played for Colorado, Calgary, Phoenix, and Boston. And the fight was between the Flames and abs and he fought uh this is philip sove oh i was gonna get you a guess but oh, i kind of okay. butchered oh my all God. that i just fucking yawned and i i got a filling today oh. and uh <laughs> yeah they they gave me a couple freezings because it wasn't, wasn't kicking in i just yawned and i'm pretty sure i just fucking oh my god that hurt so bad i hate oh freeze. oh the dentist did his best but he just couldn't freeze me too many fillings i guess i'm just immune anyways so i'll save this one older guy for the end there's yeah. one left before that uh, okay we're 1985 for a 86, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Montreal, Canadian, Tampa Lightning. Uh, GT Wyman. Oh. If you remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I do. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, uh, pretty, uh, 
I don't know what you would call him behind the bench, but he played for uh, San Jose, Calgary, Boston, and Phoenix. Calgary, Boston, Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, born okay. 1968. Oh, not that old. No. Okay. He's got a couple cups under his belt. Oh, San Jose, Boston. Primo? No. No. As a coach. As a coach. That kind of gives it away. Oh, An American geez. coach. Oh, man, this is killing me. I, I'm not going to get this one. He coached in Boston, assistant coach in Boston. Okay. Oh, Sullivan? Yeah. Mike, Michael Mike Sullivan. Sullivan. Michael yeah. Sullivan. So yeah. happy. Uh, not O. Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. Right? Okay. 51st birthday. Wow. So, yeah, that kind of does it for the birthdays today. What about for the 29th? I'm are looking, you able to do that? Yeah. Nice. I am. So these guys are the forgotten men. Oh. Is there a few? No, there's not a lot, but we're... There's a couple of big. There's actually some really good names. Wow. Good. So the 29th. Um, these guys start, will not be celebrating a birthday this no. year. We're, I'm going to start with an absolute heavyweight. Okay. Uh, born 1964. Yeah. I guess he would be turning 55 years old, but technically we'd have to go eat leap years. He's probably like 11. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. For a Boston Bruins San Jose Shark, and he was an absolute heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he only had a thousand penalty minutes, but only 200 games played. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Is this Parker. No. Oh. Lyndon Byers. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was okay. tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is um, it Lyndon or Landon? L- Lyndon. Okay. With a y. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to see. Ooh, there are some really good names here. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we looked. Sorry to the 28th, but you guys get birthdays every year, so yeah. we're going to the 29th. Uh, the next one is a gold medalist to Team Canada at the 2002 Olympics. He also played for the Boston Bruins, LA Kings, Tampa Bay Lightning, and Philadelphia Flyers. Born in 1980. Can you get... Flyers, Simone Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's turning 40. I was going to say Rob Zomner. 30, uh, 39 <laughs> years old. Rob Zomner. Oh, boy. Uh, Gagne did win a cup with the Kings. Yes, he I did. Believe. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Okay, this, Damn good player. this next guy, I'm pretty sure, has more cup rings than... You could probably put about five teams together, and he'd still have more cup rings than them. A couple on his you-know-where. Yeah, his okay. toes. Uh, <laughs> his toes. <laughs> he played for one team, Montreal, born in 1936. Henri Richard. Yeah. 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 The pocket rocket. Yeah. Uh, this awesome. next one, if I'm not mistaken, he was a really <laughs> highly touted prospect, uh, born in 1988. Uh, right. With the New York Rangers and Carolina Hurricanes, uh, Bobby Sanguinetti. Oh wow! Yeah. I believe he was actually uh, playing in the Spangler Cup this year. Yeah, because I saw the name, I was like, "Holy! Wow, that's, that's what happened to this guy." Former Hartford Wolfpack. <laughs> the Wolfpack, what <laughs> yeah. a name, eh? Uh, and last but not least, one of my favorite goalies growing up and watching with the Red Deer Rebels. Yep. That kind of gives away right away. Uh, he's played for two teams, most recently a new team this year. Yeah. Okay, I know. This yeah. Is already, uh, yeah. He grew up in Winnipeg. I believe he was born in Sherwood Park, Alberta, yeah. uh, 1984, which would make him 35 years old. Cam Ward. Cam Ward. Yeah. Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. Con Smythe, 2006. Yeah. As right? a rookie, yeah. Unbelievable. One of my favorite goalies of all time. So He was the last rookie goalie to win the Con Smythe before Matt Murray. No, he didn't Remember win the Con Smythe. Sid the kid won. Sid won it, right. All right, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Last rookie goalie to win the Cup, though, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a starter. Yeah. Nice. Well, that oh, good. does it for that segment. That just about Gary do- does her yeah. for the night. Yeah. Uh, any final notes? I think that's it. I think we are golden. Pretty much. I know uh, we talked a little bit about Jordan Bennington yeah. being uh, having ice in his veins in yeah. those interviews. And so if anybody gets a chance... Uh, Check out the Blues Twitter. Blues Maybe Twitter. We'll, I'll get you to share it or something. Okay, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not too good at all those things, but they did a pretty good... Uh, video uh, of all of his compil- compilation of his interviews he's a man of few words <laughs> kind of the opposite of me <laughs> i was just gonna say that's awesome so yeah well i guess uh we got nothing else so uh just a quick uh well thanks to everybody who uh weighed in on uh 
the trade deadline. Yep. I worked uh, I worked pretty hard to uh, actually throw together those little trade updates. Yeah, so he I, did all updates because I uh, can't Photoshop a picture on my phone <laughs> to save my life. <laughs> well, I appreciate, uh, yeah. You know, there was a couple times where I was going to do a couple posts leading up to it and yeah. stuff. And yeah. I was just like, uh, should you do it or should I just do a compilation of pictures like I do when I do it? I kind of felt like a, a bit of a bad dad while I was doing it. I think I was playing outside with my little guy. And Timmy <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, Donato and uh, – who did he get traded for? Minnesota? Donato and... Coyle. Uh, oh, Charlie Coyle. He's like, Coyle got traded for Donato. He's like, you want me to do a photo thing? And I was like, no, nah, you know, I'll do it. And I was outside playing in the snow <laughs> with my kid. I felt like a bad dad. I'm standing in the garage, like, making pictures. So, uh, hopefully, uh, my little guy let that one slide. And yeah, I, think, I think he'll be okay. Me. I think he'll be all right. He's we're, still... talking, we're talking about a little guy here who went to a moose game, and the highlight was seeing me and a grader. <laughs> I think you're okay for now. I think so, too. All right. Quick reminder to all of you guys to always remember to shoot the hockey. This is Tongues Out. Peace out. A-Town.